0: Xavier Peoples, founder and CEO of HBCU Change, you are now listening to A Thousand Jumpers. Shoot with me,
1: A Thousand Jumpers. Where the Bobby G, I put A Thousand Jumpers up. Where the Dapper Jia put A Thousand Jumpers up. When I'm
0: all
2: right, Rob, you know, we, we've had quite a few guests come on this show. A lot of them have done a lot of different cool things, but I think who we got here today is probably one of the more innovative guests we've had on the show. And someone that, you know, they really say do it for the culture. He's literally doing it for the culture. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're welcoming Xavier Peoples, founder and CEO of HBCU Change to a Thousand Jumpers. (laughs) How you doing, man? I'm
0: doing wonderful, man. Glad to be here this evening.
2: Yeah, man. It's, it's, you know, it's been a long time coming. I want to say, like... The holiday season is approaching. I I got paid today. I, I blew a bag, but the beautiful thing is some of that went back to A and T, so I'm I'm okay. So the first thing is for people who, who might not know, what is the HBCU change app?
0: So HBCU change is an app that allows you to round up your change from your daily transactions. And, and give that change to the HBCU of your choice. So an example would be, you buy a cup of coffee for three dollars and seventy-five cents. We're going to round that up to four dollars, and we're going to give that twenty-five cents to the HBCU of your choice. And so, um, a lot of people they think, you know, on the surface it's just change. It doesn't have a meaningful impact on my university, but this is group economics 101. When thousands of people are doing it at the same time, it can have a tremendous impact on your school. So an example would be if a person is uh, if a person connects both their debit and their credit card to the app, on average, um, the research that we've done and what we're seeing so far in the app, that person is giving anywhere from fifty four dollars on the low side to eighty seven dollars on the high side a month to their school. So a school like Clark Atlanta University that has forty thousand alumni, that is five hundred and forty. If, we, if, we, if ten thousand people were to sign on, that's five hundred forty thousand a month, six million dollars a year going back to Clark Atlanta University, which is a uh, tremendous impact. Uh, okay. mm. Facts.
3: So, speaking of the schools, you know, so how's uh,
0: working with the schools and your app? Um, is you know. Every, every school, you know, every HBCU, mm-hmm. um, you know, they have their own issues or what have you. Um, but but all in all, you know, um, majority of the schools have really embraced um, our app, our program. They see the value add to the school as a whole. And so they're jumping in knee deep with us and trying to make this a success because our success is their success. And so, um, you know, we're just digging in. um trying to get as many um, alumni involved and it's trying to get the word out so everybody can lock in and um, just do the best for each school that we can do.
2: Now, one of the biggest things that we're omitting: one, you're not even an HBCU alum. So you literally did this out of the kindness of your heart, but to explain how this app even came to fruition, like how did you stumble upon this app? What made you say, you know what? I wanted to go do this.
0: Yeah. So um, you're right. I'm not a HBCU alum, but um, I love and respect black institutions. So if that's HBCU, the black church, black banks, black businesses, um, I understand the importance of all of these institutions. um, um with the black ecosystem and the black economy, right? And so without the uh, HBCUs, we're not thriving in this country like we're thriving right now. We don't have a vice president of the United States without HBCUs and people That's a aspiring fact. to be um, like Kamala Harris, right? But um, fast forward, how did this come about? So my daytime job, I work for a firm by the name of Capital Group, and we're the largest active money manager in the world. And because of that, we manage endowments and foundations of some of the largest institutions of higher learning in the world. And so I went to my research department one day, and I was just out of curiosity. I said, how many HBCUs do we manage? And the answer was zero. And so, um, you know, I thought to myself, well, these HBCUs can benefit from the resources and the research that we provide these other schools Mm -hmm. I need to get out in front of these HBCUs and let them know what's going on and why they need a firm like mine to come in and help them out. So I fly all over the country. I talk to HBCUs, and no matter how big or small the school was, every school had the same answer. Xavier, the the resources and the research that you're talking about, that's great, but we have an issue engaging our alumni to consistently give back to the institution. Mm -hmm. So that quickly went from my daytime job to a passion um, endeavor, and um, so I sent out a survey to 5,000 HBC alumni. Asked, why don't you give back to your school? Why don't you give back to your school on a consistent basis? To so my surprise, the number one answer was, we don't give back because we've never been asked. And then followed closely by, we don't give back because we don't feel that we can give an amount that will have an impact on the school. And that's when the light bulb went off for HBCU change. Me being in the investment space, I don't know if you're familiar with Acorn, but Acorn basically mm-hmm. takes the change from your daily transaction and investment into the market.
1: Right.
2: What
0: if I can create HBCU, I mean, what if I create Acorn for HBCUs? And, and that's how the whole concept came about.
2: That's truly incredible. And, and something that I want to add before Rob asks the next question, I think you hit it on the head where, you know, we don't give back in your estimation. Like you understand the importance of giving black, giving back to black institutions. But until it's deemed cool, because we are black, like black culture is it. We're cool. But until we make it cool. We're not going to give back in, in the ways that we should. Because when I tell people, they're like, you know, why are you so press over the app? I'm like, yo, this is ingenious. Like you can literally give back without like the call center hounding you. You can just do it. Yeah. It's simple. Yeah. You're not even thinking about it.
0: And I think, you know, I think people actually do have the desire to give back, but it's just not easy. And so with this app, it makes giving back easy and you can give without even thinking about it. Um, because if you, if you look at, at your life's priority list, um, people love that HBCU, when you go to your homecoming every single year, I bet you it's a minimum of 60,000 black people out there. Facts. Mm -hmm. And, um, if you could make it easy for them to give just a little bit back, they would do it. I believe that. Right. And so, um, that's what this is. And so we're just working our way. You know, just w- we say, you know, the term that we use in our meetings is we just chop wood every day a little bit at a time oh. as, as we work towards getting towards our billion dollar goal. And that is raising a billion dollars for HBCUs over the next five years. Yeah,
3: this is this is real relatable because I went to boarding school for a year and a half. And so they would be sending us in the mail, you know, like, hey, do you want to donate back to your school? It's like to keep up, like especially when you graduate from college you know you're moving around like you're not so now you got to keep you know updating your addresses and yeah. your numbers and whatnot and then that, and that can get tedious and then with well, this you know like you said it's second nature you just go and swipe the card good All right good. so we just spoke on um, your billion dollar pledge like with that with that level of funds like do you have any like specific things you want to target with that
0: no. See, my thing is a, a lot of times when, when you when you when you all think about it, when you think of the organizations like UNCF, third Marshall, things of that nature, it's more student oriented. So they primarily focus on giving students scholarships. Mm-hmm. We're more so focused on the sustainability of the school itself. Okay. Okay. So okay. You need the school to be there. And so these schools have budget budget shortfalls. They have needs that need to be plugged. If you want the best professors in the world to be at your institution, well, that school needs to shore up their budget to go out and hire the best professors. And so mm-hmm. be an advocate for the stoop for the schools to make sure that these schools are self-sustainable and they don't have to rely on government funding or sporadic big donations. This is a a situation where the alumni can pitch in just a little change every single month and these schools can be self-sustainable and they can just continue to just build and grow and be the best institution that they can be because they have the finances to do so.
2: Okay, And, and I guess with that being said, Um, this app is starting to make traction. I kind of stumbled upon it. Then I I do my research and you've gotten a couple endorsements from some, some notable people who have been some of the biggest early supporters. And then who else say like, "Hey, Hey, check us out and let's go from there.
0: So, uh, right now I would say our biggest endorser is, uh, Chris Paul. Uh,
2: OK, um, Chris
0: Paul, Chris Paul is rocking with us and we have some things coming out with him. Um, pretty soon. Um, the, I have actually a long list of people, but I'll, I'll give you Chris mm-hmm. Paul for now because we have a digital conference coming out and I want to save those individuals for. Okay. Yeah, we we backlog and everybody because we're gonna hit everybody hard the first week of December with this digital conference that we're doing. So I'm doing okay. a digital conference uh for all for HBCUs, HBC, HBCU alum and supporters of HBCUs on how um, using um, innovation, technology and marketing to build your brand and take your brand to the next level. And so I have some very high-quality, notable people who are going to come in, and we're going to shock the world with this conference that we're doing.
2: Now, with this conference, is there a goal of how many people you want to register by the end of the conference?
0: Yeah, so what we're doing is um, you have to download the app, and the app will send you a code to get into the conference. Um, and so the the goal is to have a million people. <laughs> <laughs> to download the app, but, you know, we'll we'll take any and everybody, man. It, you know, but I, ideally, um, if, if we can get 30 or 40,000 downloads off of the conference, that'll be ideal because I think the star power we have is strong enough for us to get a large audience. That's a
2: fact. So I guess the next I want to ask you um, something that you've done with this app that was really interesting for me. There's a leaderboard, so we can see who's giving back the most. And the thing is, at the at the end of the day, it's always HBCU pride. When you see a fellow HBCU alum, you show love. But it's like, yo, I'm better than you. Like, I'm an Aggie, I'm a proud Aggie. So when I see someone, it's like, oh yeah, your school's cool, but y'all not A&T though. So I look at it. What made you want to do the leaderboard so we can see who's giving back the most? Because at the time we're recording it, FAMU is washing everybody right now.
0: Yeah. And, so, um, and FAMU has a, a big, supportive um, alumni base as well. Absolutely. Um, but, you know, HBCUs are, are competitive, right? And so as we continue to make, um, to get publicity around the app, people are going to log on, people are going to see um, that leaderboard, and people are going to dig in start rallying around getting as many people as possible to join the app to give back to the school. And so that's what this is all about. And, you know, I want everybody to keep their eye on the prize. And that is we say we want to raise a billion dollars. I want you to see that number every single day and, and make sure that those roundups are going up every single day so we can get to our goal. But our immediate short term goals is by the end of the year, we want 30,000 users on the platform. And so um, right now, we're averaging about 100 uh, downloads a day, which is pretty good um, considering the amount of money we're spending on marketing. And so um, we're about to do some things and, and turn this up and go to the next level and really get to that number.
3: Okay. Uh, speaking on you know, the competitive culture at HBCUs, you know, what else has drawn you to the 11 uh, HBCUs?
0: Well, so I come from a, a long kind of, family tradition of HBCU. So my my father, he went to Savannah State University, Um, cousins, uncles, uh, everybody traditionally went to um, HBCU. And so, you know, every October, almost every weekend in October, I'm at a different home (laughs) growing up. And and so Uh that is, you understand what that means. And so, um, it's like, you know, I always say this, particularly the um, the Spellhouse Homecoming. Um, one day I just paused and I looked like I looked like in every direction. And as far as you can, you can see, it's uh, mm-hmm. the uh, black people, you know, you know how that is, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I was probably a little drunk, but I, I, I said <laughs> to myself and I, and I thought I was like, this has to be what heaven is like. Um, because you know you just see a a sea of just beautiful black people everybody the energy is right everybody having a good time everybody is supportive of each other like um you know i was just in a in a a happy space i'm always in a happy space in that environment and so like it, it doesn't get any better than that and that just makes my heart warm to be in those environment and just see so many beautiful black people man it's just awesome
2: so you you mentioned Savannah state, you mentioned Spellhouse. You didn't mention A&T, though. Like you got to come to Gho dog. We we got to make this happen. it Lord Bad. willing with the pandemic. Lord Lord willing with the pandemic. You got to come to Greensboro man and, and know what that's Next about. Next is the
0: one. Yeah, hey listen, let me tell you something. I I was having a discussion with with someone and they made a point to say that Next year, all homecomings will probably be the best homecomings ever. Ever. Yet, yeah, because of this mm-hmm. year, um, people not having homecoming this year. Like, so typically, you know, people will come for their 20 year or their 10 year or their five mm-hmm. year and skip all the other years. You no, know, next year, everybody's going to homecoming. I don't care what year it is.
2: It's not- no, it's a fact. Like, it's rare that you can experience a peak homecoming long after you've left school. Yeah. Like, that never happens. So, like, yo, this is really going to be the pinnacle yeah. of it's success. Going up. Yeah. So, yeah, the the amount, like, October is just about to be crazy next year.
0: Yep. And so the thing is, although we've we launched, we're ramping up for next year. So, like, mm-hmm. the reality mm-hmm. is we want people to, you know, There's a Bible verse. Don't ask me what exact verse it is, but it it talks about (laughs) how um, your heart is really where your treasure is. In in other words, you know, where you give your money, where you spend your money, that's that's what you really love and that's what you really do. And so um, what we're trying to do is we're trying to get people to say, you know, yeah, I'm I'm coming to this homecoming. I, I, I love seeing all these beautiful black people. But I really love my school, and I'm going to show love to my school by just giving a little bit. Because I know this little bit will go a long way, and it's paying it for for the, the legacy of students that are coming to the school behind me. And so that's what my whole, the whole 2021 coming into homecoming season, um, we are trying our best to shape the culture around giving back to HBCUs and showing love by giving money to our, to our institutions of higher learning. Uh, I mean, hopefully the current climate we're in has shown, you know, the importance of
3: HBCUs and the funding of such, because, I mean, it seems like every other year you see another one getting close to getting shut down or something. Right. Yeah,
0: so this, is, um, yeah, is it, we all got to dig in, man. It's crunch time for all our schools. Even the big ones are in trouble as well. So uh, no one's exempt from the needing of financial assistance.
2: Absolutely, uh, every HBCU matters. It's, it's crazy to say that, but it's it's the truth. Um, yeah. But nah, man, I, I think this this app is ingenious. And yeah, I can only imagine being at being drunk at the tailgate. Uh, hopefully I probably won't have service, and it's just like, hey, we we spending like imagine, cause think about it, if October is homecoming season, mm-hmm. then September is when everyone is buying everything.
0: That's right. So all of that money Life that people no were buying, out.
2: we're buying bottles, we're buying outfits, girls buying weaves. Everything. Everything. Like yeah. all that money, if that goes in eight, like that's literally paying it forward without even thinking about it.
0: Yep. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt.
2: But I'm telling you, you come to you come to gho we got you at a plate. I, I promise you.
0: Oh uh, Hey, listen, you got my word. I'm there and I'm looking forward to it. So we we we're gonna be in the building, man. The whole HBCU change team, man.
2: Hey, all all I'm telling you is I pray you or your team doesn't have sprint. Cause I'm telling you, <laughs> you you're not gonna get service, dog. I, like it's literally you're gonna step on think, campus. Yeah. You just better hope you with the people you with, because if they go away, good luck.
0: <laughs> I think it I think it's all all phone companies. I don't think it's just sprint for sure.
3: Shit. Yeah, I had sprint. Honor was cussing me out one time. I'm talking about where was you at? I'm like, to I'm at the tailgate. <laughs> the message sent like four hours later.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I know the feeling.
2: So with everything that's going on, um, you're based in Atlanta. Atlanta just made one of the biggest plays in its city's history. Oh, man. Uh, you so, know, it's Georgia looking like it's gonna go blue. By the time this drops, we're gonna speak into existence. It it will go blue for the first time since '92 with Bill. Um, talk about how everyone's feeling right now with the whole voting season. Were you anxious uh, Wednesday morning? Like what? How have you been going? You know, with everything going on. So you know. Um, the-
0: Here in Atlanta, you know, this has been at at works, man. We've been working on this for 10 years now. And that is um, digging in, registering voters, um, getting everybody. You turn 18 here in Atlanta, um, you know you got to go register to vote. And you know the importance of of voting because we're one of the uh, few cities in Atlanta where, I mean in the country rather, where you have a black mayor, black sheriff, Black city mm. council, uh, black any and everything, and that's because uh, we come from a tradition of Martin Luther King, Andy Young, mm-hmm. uh, Vivian, uh, John Lewis, right? I'm and say Lewis
3: rest and in peace the great.
0: Yeah, the importance and the power of voting, and and what that means, and so um, we've been working very hard for a very long time to expand that voter base to get us where. Um, and where, where you saw us on today, yo, know? man. Um, shout out to uh Stacey Abrams and, and her team, she's been um, leading Legend. and uh, MVP um, yeah, nah, no question, and, and pretty much helped to deliver the White House to um, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, man. So, right. uh, put it like this if it wasn't COVID, I know the city open and, and the club open out here, they don't care. <laughs> but if it wasn't COVID, man, it'd be some of the biggest parties in, in the city right now celebrating this, man. That's how, that's how much it means to us. But, you know, I, I tell people all the time, you know, I understand that the importance of being uh celebratory and, and, cel- and celebrating a, a big achievement, but now the real work starts and, and we, right. what are our demands and, and shit, Atlanta, um, Atlanta delivered for the the administration, they need to deliver us. So, you know, one school on the, on the South side and the East side of town better not be underfunded. As a matter of fact, they better be overfunded, right? No, I'm with you. We came through for y'all. So they better have the best and the brightest. And so that's my thing. Um, as, as black people, we just can't be happy to, um, to achieve something. But now we need to hold these folks accountable and make sure that they deliver for us because that's the real success is when you see that transition into things for your community day in and day out.
2: So I have a question for both you and and Rob. Um, One thing I've been talking to my coworkers, again, the, the big, the big cities, primarily black cities, whether it was Atlanta, Detroit, Philly, really came through like we we Mm -hmm. put the election on our back and i feel like like you said we 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 did this for you guys so what's in it for us now something that i've proposed i'm like we as a people we haven't been unified since the days of king the black panther party malcolm x how can we i guess come together as one because we don't have a black leader like, we don't. So, like, is there a way we can do that in 2020 going forward? Or, you know, some people that you meet is like every man for himself. So it's uh-huh. how, how can we create better change?
0: So I would argue that we do have black leaders like an um, example would be Stacey Abrams is a black leader. Oh, no, yes. for sure. If she if we yes. unify
2: under her, I'm all for that. No. So she like, can do whatever she want I think, now,
0: I think with the black community. We look for leadership in the wrong places. You know, um, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of a lot of these actors and and rappers and and quote unquote celebrities. I I do think that they're well intentioned. But my thing is, I'm in the finance space. I do finance. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't go and try to do law. I don't go and try to do um, be a doctor and do surgery on anyone. Mm -hmm. There are people who are professionals who have studied this stuff, who work in this space day in and day out. And so we got to allow them to lead and support them versus just nice. jumping out in front of a mic and a, and, a, and a news camera saying any and everything and we don't even know what the fuck is going on. You know what I'm saying?
2: That's a fact. Now, I'm, I'm,
0: I'm, I'm, you know, excuse me for my language, but um, I, think, I think that's very important, man. It's very important. yeah. Because you do more damage than you do good when you say um, don't vote or, or
3: just mm-hmm.
0: craziness or, or you're you going and you supporting somebody and you don't even understand how their policies have adversely affected our community right. and will adversely affect our community going forward. Yeah, I mean, I think. Um, I think a lot
3: of us as a people we just have to realize that I mean most of them like monolithic issues are gone I mean you could ask any black person, like, should we have the right to vote? Yeah, everybody's going to say yes. It's easy to unify under the right to vote. We should all have it. So it's like, a lot of these, a lot of, everybody doesn't see everything the same way, you know what I'm saying? Even if you just look at politics, you look at people talking about taxes, you know, you know that how the, even the tax money is getting, how it's getting spent and split up, you know? So we just need to have, like, big conferences and actually, you know, meet up with people from different, you know, hear everybody's opinions or leaders of Different thoughts, opinions, you know, because we can't hear thirty million people. But like, we all need to come together and like, and voice, you know, and tell us where we at. Like, here's here's my stances. So now we understand, you know, what we can present to the politicians and whatnot. Because if we don't, if we don't understand each other, then how someone else going to understand this?
0: No, like, that's that's definitely a fact. What well, one thing I will say is, I think one mistake that we make as Black people and others make is thinking that Black people are homogenous. Um, exactly. Man, I, I, I would like to say that they're tender, right? And so um, we 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 all aren't going to think the same. And as a matter of fact, um, you know, a lot of people um, they talked about how 18% of Black men went out and, and voted for Trump. You know. Mm-hmm. A lot of people were upset about it, but I actually had a different viewpoint on that, and, and that is, um, those guys supporting Trump, I think, made black men now a swing vote. So now you can't just overlook black men when it comes when you're in political season and you're out of mm. now you got to figure out what are the needs of black men. There's actually those to be had. Correct.
2: Right. <laughs> And yeah. that's what I was proposing. Like, what, like we we did this for you. What are you doing for us? What are you going to do that's going to make me vote for you? Like, yeah. black women have been holding it down for two, three generations now. Yeah.
3: Like, I mean, what are you going to do for them? I mean, that's the thing. I mean, they've been holding it down with a lot less promise, you know. And that's a fact. And, and uh, yeah, we we mean, it's time to pay. That. It's time to pay the piper. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is, but. Like I said, we have to, you know, get together and understand what our payment is. Like, what do we want to be paid? You know, what do we want to get from this situation? Because clearly we got the post, you know, we got all the battleground stuff, you know, we pushed it. So. And
0: token, and token, token gestures. Aren't yeah, nah. Mm-mm. You know, we need some things that are tangible, that are going to change our community and really move us forward. And so, um, you know i don't know if you, you all follow me on instagram but you see i'm not with the bullshit and I, i'm going to mm-hmm. continue to um, apply pressure on my local um, officials as well as um, national officials as well but it starts locally because i think where you have um, the most influence is on your local politicians because those are the folks that truly affect your um, your day-to-day life and so, okay. so I, you know, what I would encourage is for everyone who was under the sound of our voice, is for them to get involved some way somehow. Um, that's very important mm-hmm. because if we truly want to um, have change and have leverage and, and really get things done in our community, uh, we got to show up and we got to show out all the okay. time. Not and, and, and not just during political season, but right. all the time. Yeah, it's like it's the same way like you go to a certain neighborhood you're
3: like oh how come all these potholes get fixed in the weeks like because someone goes and says yo fam i pay taxes there's a pothole in front of my crib yeah. and they call it six and seven times and it gets fixed we just see it like that street's messed up whatever yeah you know? right and it's like yeah if you're not putting in like you don't double down on this system like if you're choosing to stay here like we're choosing to still be here like it's foolish to still be here and not participate you know, we're just not going to be heard and just still abide by the same laws. That's ridiculous. Like,
2: but also something like s- you said, Xavier, uh, information is key. And I remember I I shared Um, you made a post about the difference in the, the plans that Biden was going to mm-hmm. make for the black community and what Trump was going to make. And it's one thing, you know how you share something and then you start clicking your friend's story and they mm-hmm. shared it. And I'm like, they only shared it because I shared it <laughs> like Rob shared it. And then I had two other like literally it was in succession. I was like, yo, all right, that's dope. Like, if you put the right thing out there. People yeah, will have my retweets and they shared. They gateways <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and it keep going. So I thought that was really good that you said that's that uh, it,
0: it, it goes, man. And that's what it's all about you know the thing is I try so I'm one of those people who um, I'm on like Instagram all day and you see the most ignorant shit on Instagram sometimes. <laughs> and I uh, I tell my wife all the time, like I wish I could post shit like this. <laughs>
2: I, I send Rob so many funny videos that I'll never yeah. post. He's like, I, yeah. can't,
0: I can't like these. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> stuff like this. But what I do is with, with my posts, I try to put out good information. So you mm-hmm. know when Zay posts, it's gonna be some real gems in that post that I really need right. to pay attention to and look at. You know. And so um I try to dig in and be thoughtful, man. Sometimes it hits, sometimes it don't,
2: you know? Yeah, that, that's the way of social media. You don't know what'll pop. It's just when it does, are you ready for it? Yeah. So and we will... Oh, wait, go ahead, Rob, go ahead. I was going
3: to say, you know, speaking of you know, local elections and everything and, you know, getting your needs heard on a national level, I mean, outside of the presidential race, I got two Senate seats up. Yeah, Runoffs. Like, how how is that going to be to keep the momentum on the ground
0: so that y'all show up and still vote again? So, listen, man, these people are fired up here, man, and so um, you think we made history um, by changing Georgia blue? We really going to make history and come back, come back out of Warnock and John Offsau. Mm. You can go ahead and take to the bank. Both of those guys are going to win. Okay. You that's an exclusive, is yeah, ladies
2: and gentlemen. Is that's an exclusive.
0: They the the city, um, the state is energized around these guys. And so we just wanna do our part and really, you know, we have this saying here in Atlanta that um Atlanta influences everything.
2: That's a fact. Um,
0: and so um we're we're gonna show the world our influence by sending these two um Senate candidates to DC. For sure. Oh,
3: man. secure that majority,
0: man.
2: That changes games. Like, nah, that, nah,
3: that, that's, nah, that's, that's nah. gonna be put up a shut up. Now nah, it's like you got
0: the seats, you got yeah. the seats, you got the It's like war, man. We war ready for sure.
2: Man. And I, I'm, oh. I'm with it. You know, I, I I love Atlanta. I always tell Rob, Atlanta is like a second home to me. So yeah. I'm I'm definitely anything y'all do for the greater good I, I stand 110 percent behind and I want to ask you lastly on a, on a political tip you know Stacey Abrams she she's done remarkable things with this this uh campaign election season and I'm sure she'll do incredible things for this runoff do you want her as the governor of the state of Georgia or do you want something bigger for her going forward
0: you know um uh what I want for her is whatever she wants and whatever Max. wherever she feels that um, she would be fulfilled and that she thinks that she can serve in the best capacity. Uh, I'm sure she will be offered a cabinet seat. I'm sure our mayor, um, Keisha Lance Bottoms, will be offered a cabinet seat. And so um, whatever it is for them, that's what I want. You know, the only thing that I always ask is, um, just don't leave the city high and dry. Let's make sure we have succession plans for the next leaders to step up and step in um, while you go out, you know, and, and chase whatever dreams and desires that you may have.
2: That's well said. And and also just for the record, because I don't know if anyone might take my woman out of context that what I said, but I wouldn't been holding down our entire existence. I just meant in terms of voting. I just want to throw that out there. You never know, man. So <laughs> I just want to throw that gotta, out there.
0: got to clean that up. to got to clean it up. I don't want to
2: get slandered. Like, oh, what you mean we only been holding down for two, three generations? No, I've been holding it down <laughs> for the beginning of time. So I don't want to get slandered. But on a, on a more fun tip, you know, this is Thousand Jumpers. We we talk uh sports, we talk music, we talk politics, we talk, you know, your app. You in Atlanta, man, is are you Atlanta everything when it comes to are you a Falcons fan? <laughs> a Braves <laughs> fan, <laughs> a Hawks fan. Let, let's talk about let's talk about again, we can't slander Georgia. His wings sports. Up. We can't slander <laughs> Georgia sports for about like a month.
0: Yeah, yeah. Give us the December before y'all start.
2: Yeah, yeah, December? Oh, yeah. Y'all yeah. all trash. But right now, you're in the oh, rare area, <laughs> so I want to give you the floor of who you rap? why you rap
0: so i I'm, yeah. I'm a diehard Hawks fan because I just love Hoops. And so, mm. no matter what the Hawks are doing, I'm supporting the Hawks. I have season tickets to the Hawks. Um, been that way for a long time. And so, the Hawks can do no wrong in my eyes. Now, the Falcons the Braves, it's whatever. If they on, if they on TV and I so happen to change the channel, I may stop and watch a couple of plays. But other than that, I'm not allowed to let you down over and over and over again. Like so this city... I, I gotta ask you, in, 20, in
2: 2016, man, did you believe the hype with the Falcons?
0: We all bought in. You know, <laughs> but, you know, Oh, no, we we all we all bought in, but I never forget. I was actually in Vegas um, watching the game, and I was talking mad crazy to the folks in Vegas when it was twenty eight three, and <laughs> they kept coming back, 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 and back. By the end, I had to sneak out of that place because those people were about to jump on me, man.
2: <laughs> so for me, I, what oh, makes it what makes it funny, I have a, a, I still have my, you know, like we're in the era where we was buying stuff way larger than yep. what we had. So I have... I was like a small and I had like a large Vic jersey, the red one. Yeah. So I wore it. I'm like, yo, I remember I was like, I think I got text Rob. I'm like, yo, Tom Brady's gonna throw a pick six today. And everyone at the party I was at was like, bro, you bugging. I was like, it's gonna happen. And then when it happened, the memes, like to see Martin Luther King laughing at Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah. Was so great, bro. I was like, y'all, this ooh, I so can't nice. wait. Yeah. And then like Life happened, and I'm just sitting there like, I'm, my my sweet mate uh, from college, he's from Atlanta, Atlanta, everything. And I was like, Bro, y'all, a quarter away from being world champs. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm so happy for you, dog. And then when y'all lost, I'm just sitting there, and Old Me would have clowned him because he's talked trash about uh, my team. But I was like, Man, I don't, I don't even want to do that. And then it's oh, funny with the whole, like, you know, President Trump saying, uh stop the count and they, they showed the 23, stop the count <laughs> and I'm like, hey yo. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo.
3: I, t- I reverse tweeted that I was like, there's no way they blow this lead. Certainly yeah, they can't yeah. give yeah. this up. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like bad way. Bad way. Oh man.
0: I mean, like, the, greatest
2: the Braves, the Braves they're, they're looking promising, but yeah, you know, they're, they're the Braves.
0: Young team, but they they blew they blew it too. So no, I don't really care about all that much. So nobody's tripping. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah, yeah, nobody's tripping at all.
2: And I, I gotta say, since you're a Hawks fan, your city edition, the M L K jerseys, they're so fire, dog, nice. dog. Like I can't wait to see Trey Young shoot a logo shot. With those jer- that jersey is hard. I can't wait to and see that.
3: Any jersey, you don't have to see Josh Smith chuck a three in. A good jersey.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so yeah, man. Um, we talked that, and then also you, you Atlanta. So we got to talk music. Yeah. You know, like what, what is your your pillars of rap? Like what's your what you listen to currently, and what's your all time like people you rock with?
0: So currently. Um I go heavy on a little baby. Uh who else am I listening to right now? Right now it's just heavy little baby. Uh mm. listen to much else. Like that's my workout music and that, that's what gets me through. Um no. all the time. Um you gotta go with the the outcast, the goody mobs. Um I'm a big Gucci Mane fan.
3: Oh, man. (laughs) My brother came home with Gucci Man tape. One mixtape was fire. That was the Return of Mr. Zone 6. That was crazy. Big
0: big Gucci Man. Who else, man? Um, But the overall, just Atlanta culture and Atlanta music, man, you know, I'm, I'm a fan. So always rocking with it.
2: Nah, no, see, I I can't get mad at that, and um, I know the verses is, is crazy. So there's a, the Ti and Jeezy one coming up, and then I saw Swiss Beats was like, we're trying to get an Outcast, a Tribe Called Quest versus, and I was like, what?
0: <laughs> Not a good mix to me, but okay, we're wrong. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Like
0: Outcast <laughs> and Tribe Called Quest, like really? Yeah, I don't, that's, that's, I don't
2: that's, know. What, that's what Swiss B said, man. He said on I someone mean, IG Live.
0: Two two different levels. If I was Outkast, I'd, I'd actually take that as an
2: insult. Oh. Mm. Mm. Let, let's go with it. So who would you want, if hypothetically, if you could pick Outkast to pair with anyone, who would you want them to go with?
0: They don't go with anyone. You right. <laughs> 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 you right. Know. We should that just sit on crazy and allow them to play their music by themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, know,
3: man, I got just, respect like, for Outkast. I ain't
0: gonna say nothing. Like, who who would they go against? No, I,
2: I you right. I don't know. Would you put them? Uh, I know Rob because Rob has New York bias. The only, I guess, if you're talking duo, you put them up with what Mob Deep. Oh,
3: okay. Rest just in peace, crazy. Prodigy. That. That's crazy. You drop shook ones, I win automatically.
2: Okay, that's a point maybe, but it depends on what I drop. Like,
3: no, it don't. <laughs> what beats shook ones? <laughs> <laughs> shook ones is the most classic song ever, bro. I
2: could you play crazy. Rosa Parks. Don't, don't beat shook Don't beat shook ones.
3: Shook ones. These ain't like they not dope records, but shook ones.
2: Okay, that's whatever. Bro. The greatest rap group ever, bro. Like, <laughs> are, are they? See that New York rap group. And then, hey, 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 Xavier, I'm letting you know, Rob, he said he's cool with Outkast, but let you bring up Andre 3000. He slanders him every
3: I never slander Andre 3000. I think he's a great talent. When you talk about greatest rappers of all time and try to put him next to Jay Z with no solo albums, never talk to me again. What are we doing here, bro? I this got like what fifteen solo albums and you got none. Stop talking to me.
0: Ho, I win. <laughs> like what? I think Jay Z is one of is the most overrated rapper. That is the most ridiculous
3: thing I've ever See, heard.
2: I, I can't let you do that. Like That is so yeah. crazy.
3: Like, God, the, oh, we just had such a great interview. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. it's been man. Is crazy, man. Like, it's like a dude saving your life, and you find out he voted for Trump. You're like, ah, oh, I really thought we were like <laughs> oh, life
0: first here. Like, ah. Um, <laughs> Yo. <laughs> uh, oh, oh. Listen, I give New York people a hard time, all the time. Oh, man. everybody in the South, oh, I just understand it. Because only because New York people, they never give the South the just due that we deserve, particularly Atlanta. You know, we've been running hip hop for the last 20 years. Tell them. Y'all, y'all still think that y'all the king. 20 years?
3: Yes.
2: 20. 20. <laughs> that ain't
3: 20 years. It's, it's been 20, 20. 20
1: years.
3: 50 Cent was 2003. You ain't, you ain't running when 50, 50 was... 50 Cent and who else? Who, who what? Are, who Fat Joe had leaned back at Fat the time?
0: Joe. Are you serious?
3: Fat, Fat Joe don't got the...
0: No, like. Fat, Fat Joe don't Joe got, got the dangers. Rappers have come out, come out of Atlanta with big records, big albums. That's just because so, the ear is on Atlanta right now. Right. It, and it's been
3: that way since two thousand. y'all, when y'all talk about rappers, y'all ain't even got a lot of good rappers though. Like really? rappers. like, see, that's what I'm talking about. 21, 21 is my guy. So 21's fire. Like little baby, like you said, little baby fire. But
0: like rappers, <laughs> you, you hear this? That's why I don't I, have
2: it. no. <laughs> I, I hear. I mean, like for me, like my favorite, my favorite rappers of all time is Ti and Wayne. Like those are my two. So when you was like. I'm big on, I know right, Wayne Wayne in like in the doghouse right now. But like <laughs> with like when Gucci was popping and he was like, you know, I'm the king. I was like, nah. See, Ti for me is always the king. He gonna be the king until he say otherwise. I'm I like Jeezy. I've always rocked with Jeezy. Yeah, I G-Z love Luda. I like, Luda was that dude for me growing up. So I think Luda used were, to
3: rip Rap City. I, Luda's
1: fire.
2: But the thing with like. Atlanta, it's just... Atlanta makes amazing music, but there's not amazing lyricists, if that makes sense. That's not there's, true. No, I mean, yeah, there I are. some like, Cy si si is one of the best rappers, period. Like, Cy si that's one of my guys, too. But I'm just saying, like, the level... Like, if you look at, like, Gunna and... Oh, I boy. love Future. Future's my man. But I'm not putting Future in a top 10 lyrical rapper. Like, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> no one should either. You me. should,
0: but... Ludacris is a lyricist, Sahi is a lyricist, Two Chains is a lyricist, Um, shit, Young Dro is a lyricist, TI is a lyricist. Oh God, Hey,
2: Dro dro hard bro,
0: Young Dro Dro just
3: just sold in New York, naming all the shit with colors. We did that in 2000. Dro (laughs) hard bro, like him. Yeah, I fuck with Dro. So man, it's, it's a lot of them, man. Uh, they ain't even they can't even breathe the same air as New York <laughs> like, I respect I mean, they've been them, doing
2: man. it for the
0: last 20 years as dude. rappers been a bunch of better than all of them right now combined it, But does it, does it matter if nobody wants to listen to you mm.
2: you just says Si High the Prince who turned Si High the Prince on hey no dope on Sundays a classic rap album we can say you, that. You,
3: when the last time you played it Never. Stop
0: talking to me, <laughs> like,
2: like, And a Black History Project. Like, Black, man, Black, ain't hip, bro. Black History Project. That was hard. Project. Like, I'm waiting on a new Saha album, because he can really rap.
3: Man, sell those 2,000 man. records. Yeah. Like, come on, <laughs> How you sell 2,000? You got yay.
2: He didn't sell 2,000. See, you exaggerate, rock <laughs> I'm telling you, Rob, Rob Hayden. Nah, bro. It's cool. And he's a dope performer, too, for the record. I, I fuck with 2 Chains though.
0: Yeah. That,
3: uh, Rapper Go The League is still, like, one of my favorite albums to come out recently. Like, obviously, Pretty Girl's little trap music was crazy, but the uh, Rapper Go The League joint was, was
2: hard, like... Yeah, like, 2 Chains has a really good catalog that we really don't... I, I feel like it doesn't get the proper acknowledgement it deserves, but he's put out...
3: But I think he got like a high and lows like he got certain projects that are real dope and then he got like a area of this kind of long where it's like like uh was it based on a two story two wasn't like that mm-hmm. like you know what I'm saying he got he got subpar stuff, but he also got like you know crazy stuff like
0: so I right. right. he's hit or miss but and I think the versus against him and Rick Ross, I was nervous for him.
2: Oh, I was too, cause it was just like I love two chains, yeah. but Rick Ross in a whole different tier. Yeah,
0: yeah, wow. yeah. yeah. I, I think um those first he, he went twenty for twenty, but but Rick Ross could have kept going. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But for yeah. well, at least forty songs. Oh, and,
3: like like when, when Ross said, "Yo, man, I got twenty for another young," and I was like, "He, dude. Yeah.
0: Wow. Yeah, yeah. he do." Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do.
2: So do you have any predictions for the TI um, GZ versus or you just going to watch and be a fan?
0: I'm just going to watch and be a fan. You know, uh, see, for real Atlanta folks, like them competing against each other, that's not the Atlanta way. I think that's the difference between Atlanta and New York. Like the New York rappers, they take right. down. And so essentially they tore down their empire. Whereas with Atlanta um, – the Atlanta way is we help each other up. Mm -hmm. So, um, so to have those two, uh, compete, you know, what, what I'm hoping for is more of a celebration of the body of work that they put together than it is a competition. Um, but we'll see how it goes. Cause TI kind of thrown off a little bit, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) And GZ is too, but, um, you know, both of them you know is, is trap music but but Jeezy got that real music for the streets man like it's it's different it's not commercialized at all. I mean he's more commercial now but when he was at prime and um you know trap or die um like I used to feel that shit
2: <laughs> yeah you got to you got to tell us man cuz I mean we were we were young you lived, you experienced that in real time. You experienced TN one-on-one trap or die, like as it was happening, like what was Atlanta? BMF, like? big me. Yeah. Like you got to tell us what was it like for someone who wasn't down there in those clubs and seeing that,
0: you know, I tell people all the time, man, like, um, literally, literally every night of the week. Um, and this, this is a true story. Um, when when B M F and Jeezy and all those guys used to pull up to the club, like literally, it would be a line of if you can imagine like a, a hundred cars with their hazard lights on pulling up to the club. But it's Ferraris, Phantoms, Lamborghinis, uh, all black cars. Everybody <laughs> has a car, but a hundred cars and a like back to back with a police escort. Every night, like that's how they'll pull up to the club and like just buy out the whole club and everything free in the club. Or you go to Magic City on on Monday and, and you watch them put up, you know, half a million dollars in the air. Like, but they do it every night. Like, like it was just different than something out of a movie. Like looking back on it, it was like living in the Twilight Zone, seeing that shit date every <laughs> It, like, it was just crazy, man. Money everywhere. Literally.
2: That's crazy. I couldn't even imagine. You're like, yo, I'm trying to get money, but, like, they have money that I, I may never get to in my life. He
0: <laughs> was there when they brought the tigers in? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> at, at Compound Big Me's birthday party with tigers, giraffes, monkeys, all kind of crazy stuff, man. Like, epic. Epic man, is, Google it, you can see it. Google, it's, on it's Googleable, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. But no, what a time to be alive, man! Like legendary for sure. And that was when you know, early on in the, in the Jeezy days when he was bubbling, and so, um, that's one of the things that got him hot. He had the credibility of, of BMF. Wow,
2: that is dope, yeah. Um,
0: I gotta do it.
2: So I guess before we get up out of here, Rob, do you have anything else? Nah, I think we covered everything. I guess you 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 drop the jewel and say you have a new conference, um, in December. So is there anything else we can expect from the HBCU Change app?
0: So we we drop in the conference first week of December. Um, so at this conference, I I give you Gary B um is going to be participating in the conference. Damon mm-hmm. John, Chris Paul, a lady by the name of Marilyn Booker, who's a former executive at um Morgan Stanley, mm-hmm. and a host of others as well, man. So um you know it's a, a innovation technology and marketing conference for for any and everybody. So coming soon.
2: Okay. Uh, and again, like you said, a bill a billion for our years for all HBCUs. That's that's the goal.
0: Yeah, so definitely hold me to that too, man. Check back in, see where we're going. But you know, like I, I would tell you all and everybody else who's who's listening, um, we need your help because we want to we want to reach this goal. Um, much like last night, where when when Stacy Abrams and, and her team made history, I want to make history like that too. That inspired me, right? And nice. so. Um, I, I want that day to come where I, I literally raised a billion dollars for HBCUs. Like, I'm going to do it.
2: And we're going to make sure I'm going to definitely do my part and continue to spend money and uh, and get my right. friends to, to spend, spend the right way. So I guess with that being said, tell the listeners where they can find you, Um, you know, how they can get in contact. How to, to help work the app and how to share it. And also, for all our guests, we do a, a closing song. So, whatever song you want to pick, uh, and we'll play it and we'll go from there.
0: So, um, you can find me on, you can find HBCU Change on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um, you can find me personally on Instagram and Facebook, Xavier underscore peoples. Um, LinkedIn, Xavier Peoples, I'm everywhere, man. Just Google me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm easy to find. So um, that's that. And my favorite song, um, let's just go trap or die, man. You know, vote or die, trap or die. You know, I, I think you know we okay. need some motivation, man. These days, man, to continue just to push through man i think we we can't be complacent with with the small victories um you know it is a victory and and you enjoy it while it's going but we still got to stay in the trap and keep pushing through man so we can achieve the ultimate big goal man and so that's the song i'm going with
2: all right um if you for everyone who who's going to listen to this and if you made it this far we appreciate you listening thank you um Again, it's, this is going to be in my bio for as long as we do a podcast. Go sign up for HBCU Change. Even if you didn't attend the HBCU, you can still donate to the HBCU of your choice or the general fund. You know, keep spending and you spending responsibly. Um, this definitely my favorite app of 2020. Oh. Uh, we we i truly appreciate you coming on the podcast it it means a lot i was telling rob i'm like yo we get him that'd be dope so the fact that this happened um is definitely a big deal for me it's one of my favorite uh interviews so far
0: thank
2: you man and uh yeah you know we'll be in touch and i'm telling you we got each other's numbers gho 2021 laura willing the pandemic is over i got a plate with Watch. your name on it I'm pulling it's, up it's guaranteed you bring a bottle we got the food and you'll have an amazing it's time it's going up it's I'm going gonna... up I got you for sure mm-hmm. alright so like you yeah. said we playing Trap or Die by Jeezy in the, in the spirit of Atlanta with Stacy Abrams and everybody a, a lot, lot of chance coming out of
0: Atlanta bro
2: yeah man what a time a the
0: HBCU change man At- yes sir Influences everything man that's it
2: Peace.
0: Peace.
1: Jeez, I know you ain't gonna let this shit go down like this, nigga. I'm hearing these niggas in the club, nigga, sounding like you, nigga. Buyin' your motherfucking ad, lil' buyin' your motherfucking style, nigga. What the fuck going on, nigga? You better check these motherfucking niggas, man. Damn. Real fuck with real nigga. And these niggas ain't real out Damn. here on these motherfucking streets, nigga. Damn. Especially these fuck-ass industry nigga, man Nigga, we been doing this since 95 Last nigga. time I checked, I was the man on these streets Street. They call me Rev do I need blow on these beats Street. Got diarrhea flow, now I shit on niggas Street. Even when I'm constipated, I still shit on niggas Got in. some super friends in the league of the They Purple shit to keep it high like the moon I'm an affiliate, I know hit me I'm a hater like you Fuck my wrist knee Niggas sneak dissing, and that ain't how we play Fuck the mind, get your drama like the DJ Now tell me I ain't real This AR that I'm holding, got a gangster grill but from old school shit to be my Got a hundred niggas with me, everybody gon' shoot Try me, nigga. That's your first mistake. Eat your little ass up like a Shatner's plate. The whole pie like Domino's. Yes, indeed. Hey. Try to stack my bacon up. I need extra cheese. Hey. You can try, dog, Dogs. but it ain't easy Yo. Mix the flake with the soda. <laughs> yeah, Young cheese yeah. you still wanna talk low, man? Yeah. Soft white like a last Christmas snowman. Free up on the first, then again on the Not the Chevy, same color, Tropicana orange juice Yeah We trap a dying nigga Yeah, yeah. Trap or die, yeah. nigga. Host on the block, rain, sleet, snow, sunny. sunny. Slow motion, don't nothing move but the money. Yeah. Trap all day, day. with no lunch break. Nope. It's dinner time, but a gangster cooking pancakes. Uh-huh. Rubber bands when we wrap them stacks. Stack. Time to ship it out of town, you know Sarans to wrap Think yeah. ahead in case yeah. them K9s get loose. Yeah. Inner tubes like the ties on my mongoose. Yeah. We're still the field. Yeah. We trap a dime, nigga. Yeah. Oh, we trap a nigga. Cool love a nigga Cause they know that we the true. Got the Chevy same color, Tropicana orange juice. Yeah. We trap a dime, nigga. Yeah. Yeah, I'm back up in the hood again Where it's all good again Riding candy slam Gripping on the wood again Out of line niggas Get back in place where you should have been In case you don't understand I'ma make it understood again King of the underground My gang so never fail You about to make me go postal for fucking with my mail Yeah, you got the connect But you ain't got the clientele You them folks and niggas know it This shit ain't hard to tell Rat bitch Recognize that your cheese ain't finna sell Think I'm finna break some bread with the you dumb as hell. I've been around the block before. Told so it all for Rock the Blow and I don't fuck around when the in town I got to go. Respect my mind cause I'm a trill. Old schooler, summertime get too hot. I wait for winter when it's cooler. UGK for life, free to pip. You know the deal. If P.A.T. you trap or dying. We ain't down for getting killed. Smoke by the pound. by the fifth. Fifth. Three up on the first then again on the fifth. Yeah. We trap or die, nigga. Yeah. We oh, trap or die, niggas, cool, love a nigga They know that we the truth Not the seventh same color, Tropicana orange juice yeah. We trap or die, niggas yeah. oh. We trap or die, niggas <sighs>